2: Hello, welcome to our 18th episode of season number two, Cardinals Insider Podcast, this one for Tuesday, July 24th, 2018. I'm Brett McMillan, and I'm glad that you've come alongside here for this episode. Today, you're going to hear from Bob Gibson, probably in a way that you've never heard from the Baseball Hall of Famer. But first, on July 31st, we want to remind you that 20,000 fans ages 16 and older set to take home July's t-shirt of the month. July's t-shirt of the month design extra special as it pays tribute to Cardinals Hall of Famer and fan favorite Red Chain Deeds. Great tickets remain at cardinals.com slash promotions. It's always our goal on this show whether it's Cardinals Insider on the TV side and if you've never seen that you can check your local listings at cardinals.com slash insider or maybe you faithfully listen to the podcast which we appreciate by the way but either way our goal is to bring you content which uh, maybe you're not seeing other places. Sometimes we're going to cross over with the, the local media, but our goal is to try to at least maybe position something or show you something from a different angle or in a different light or to take what we would call a deeper dive to spread our legs, to give it more time, to give it different uh, voices, and really maybe bring something to life in a way that you haven't heard it before. And I, I think, I hope that we are going to accomplish that today on this episode. Because what we're going to let you hear, as I said, is Bob Gibson's. I don't know that you've heard him maybe anywhere else. And only one other media outlet had access to the event we're going to tell you about on today's episode. That was the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. They wrote a, a feature on it, but that was several, several weeks ago and more than a month ago at this point. And we're going to actually let you hear some audio from a moment where Bob Gibson is in a room with some people, and it's just the natural audio from the room. Nobody's being interviewed. Uh, There's maybe not the formality. It's just Bob talking and answering questions with a group of young people that he's had a profound impact on. This season, as you probably know, Bob Gibson is being honored by the club for his career and his life, and it all lines up with the 50-year anniversary of his 1968 season. As part of that, the team launched a campaign to tell Gibson's life story and honor his legacy both on and off of the ball field. The centerpiece is a song in the style of Broadway's Hamilton. And like the campaign, we call it Complete Gamer. Get all the good. Bob Gibson been on the mission. Multiply the struggle, splitting it like division. Trying to make an image that was never up in his vision. Break it down, crying when you heard that final decision. Fatherless pouring black, bitten on the earth by a rat. You can change poverty, that is a given back. To rise above, that was his plan of attack. Bob Gibson, <laughs> he did that. He
0: conquered the mound of people around. Was shouting the crowds, the ambient sounds. The strikes on he found. what bad is he clown? How bad a swinging like merry-go-rounds? He took him to town. He was a game changer, the complete gamer. Throw a pitch so fast to the rearranger. He's no stranger. Bob Gibson been on the mission. He changed the game forever. The pitcher was his position. He's the
2: ultimate. The game heavy. The opposition
0: would
2: never. Be- the top champion blood running something that can never be stopped the big man coming legendary fields got the crowd clutching their stomach we all gotta face it we are now witnessing greatness the song was written and recorded by a group of students from a program called Compositions for life. They're a life' aynous-based organization who presents underserved and at-risk youth with therapeutic music experiences. Gibson grew up in a rough neighborhood himself in Omaha, Nebraska, and so the students used the autobiography that he wrote based on that experience called Ghetto to Glory. It's the inspiration for the lyrics and the corresponding music video. To launch the campaign, we welcomed the students to Bush for a pre-game ceremony, but unfortunately, rain got in the way of that. So about an hour or so after the game was scheduled to have started, instead of getting the on-field ceremony that the students were coming for originally, we gathered them in a room down underneath Busch Stadium and in walked the greatest Cardinal pitcher of all time for a one-on-one meet and greet just with them.
1: Bob, this is uh, the crew that put together the song and the video that uh, celebrated your life and the book and um, thought we would just have you maybe introduce yourself and say a few words, maybe shake a few hands, and uh, we also have a gift for you. Well, I already introduced myself. I'm Bob. (laughs) Let me tell you,
0: I thought that was wonderful. Um, I don't know a lot about rap because I'm old. (laughs) And uh, I heard it and I my son is 34 years old, and I said, hey, Chris, come here. I said, listen to this. He does, and I said, is that good? <laughs> he said, it's real good, Dad. <laughs> and so I, uh, I really appreciate it. I thought you guys put a lot of work into it, and uh, I couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you want to ask me some questions about, I know everything.
2: <laughs> if you want to ask me
0: some questions, I'll try my best to, to answer them for you. And if not, then...
2: You know. I'd say for the better part of an hour, they got to ask Bob Gibson questions. And then somebody suggested something, which I think at first everybody was going, oh, I don't know, like, is this going to really land? But someone said, why don't they do the song acapella? And it, boy, I tell you what, it was maybe the coolest part of the night. Stand up, put your hands up. From ghetto to glory, Bob Gibson been on a mission. Multiply the struggling, splitting it like division. Trying to make an image that was never up in his vision. Breaking down crime when you heard that final decision. Fatherless poor and black, beating on the earth by a rat. You can change poverty, that is a given fact. To rise above, that was his plan of attack. Bob Gibson, <laughs> he did that.
0: He conquered the mound, the people around were shouting the crowds, the ambient sounds. The strikes on he found while batters he clown? How batters swinging like merry go rounds, he took in the town. He was a game changer, the complete gamer. Throw a pitch so fast, it'll rearrange a ranger. He's no stranger. Bob Gibson been on the mission. He changed the game forever. The pitcher was his position. He's the ultimate
2: gamer. Game heavy, the opposition would never be ready. Game changer. Hall
1: of Famer. The big man they we all gotta face it, we are now witnessing greatness You're a
2: complete gamer
1: Define the era with the ERA, 1.12 And that was back in 68, strikeouts over 3,000 Innings with no hits, 22 and two-thirds That's as real as it gets, lower the mound 5 inches Setting records, no Guinness I'm a complete gamer, pitching all nine innings Throwing the fastballs like Popeye off of the spinach You know batters, cower, If fear when hoots step up to pitch it I say, <laughs>
2: You're
0: a complete gamer. Yeah. You're going to be the rap now. I might just start laughing.
2: Everybody I talked to that evening, no matter if they had been with the club for just a little bit, no matter if they had been around the game of baseball for decades, everybody said that it was just an unreal experience. Something that not many people get. An intimate, tender, I mean really real, face-to-face moment with an icon. An icon which had inspired these kids. And I think that the kids had also inspired the icon in Bob Gibson. Hearing him speak, talk about his platform, what it meant to be a pitcher in the 1960s in St. Louis. That was pretty cool. Heavy stuff in some ways, but really uplifting as well. And afterwards, Bob was kind enough to let me ask him a few questions on the topic. Well, to see their connection with your story and to see them bring it to life, what does that mean to you to see this generation, you know, take that and, and have that respect for you and what you've lived? Well, it means everything in the world. You know, you when you, when you think
0: of, uh, of a younger generation today, you, you think of them altogether different than the way we were when we grew up. But... Listening to them sing uh, and, and knowing that they read the book and there was a connection with me and them from them reading that book, it's just, it's just great, you know, I, uh, I enjoy it, I enjoy listening to them and more than anything else I, I, I really appreciate the fact that they understand what was going on back in those days.
2: Do you remember the point in your life where you realized that because of your platform as a ball player, you had the capacity really to influence other people with the way that that you were living and and the way you were accomplishing things?
0: Well, I I don't know that you really pay attention that much where you you can tell when you start influencing people and don't. All I know is that uh, when I first started, I wasn't the type of person that would influence people at all. And then all of a sudden, you're at a point where you know that people are listening to you. Now, when that happened, I don't know. I don't know when it happened, but I know that it did happen.
2: Not everybody gets recognized like this. To have the Cardinals look not just at 68 but at your whole career and, and really tip their hat as an organization to you, what does that mean to you with so many years playing for, for this club? Well, the, the, the
0: Cardinals, as far as I'm concerned, probably the, the best organization in baseball. And I guess it's, it's because I have been involved with them all the time and for them to go back and, and continue to bring us this, this old timers back up here and let the younger people see who kind of got this started. You know, young people have a, sometimes have an idea that they started it themselves, but, but uh, the Cardinals keep us in front of the public and they have a chance to see who kind of started it and where we came from.
2: Somebody asked it already but it was really excellent so I hope you don't mind that I ask again and when you think about your life story, the book, the song, so many people are going to be exposed to that this summer through the song and through the video. What do you hope people take out of your life story and apply to their own? Well
0: I, I, I think what, what I want them to take out of that is that uh, it, it takes a lot of hard work and and I did work very hard, and it's, a, it's an old saying, it's a cliche that, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. You, you can't really do whatever you want to do, but I tell you what, if you work hard, your chances are a heck of a lot better, and I want them to take that away from it.
2: I also got to speak with the song's composer. Compositions for Life had reached out to Adam Manis. He helped bring the kids' vision to life, put the music together, and really stitched this whole thing into the very polished professional song that you hear. He also spoke with me, and my first question was, what were the challenges of getting someone's life story into lyrical verse in the style of Hamilton. Well, I think it's kind of blending um, the hip-hop
1: and then I really wanted to to capture um, a sound of the era that Bob Gibson pitched in, the late 60s to early 70s. I wanted to incorporate elements of soul music and R&B into that. And, I mean, they go together pretty easily, actually, but But telling that story with the sound of the music and the lyrics of, uh, you know, in the hip hop
2: style, that was probably the most challenging part about that. Was there a point in the process, and I know you do this professionally, but is there a point where you went, all right, we've got it, like we've hit the nail on the head?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you do anything uh, creatively like that, there is a, a lot of work to get to that point where you think like, okay, this is gonna be something. This isn't gonna be nothing, you know what I mean? We're gonna have a song. And uh, you know, throughout the whole process you're like, well, is it gonna be good? We're, we're not really gonna know until it's all over. But there was, of course, a point where I was like, oh yeah, this is, this is gonna be great, it's, gonna be, it's coming together.
2: Rap, not necessarily identified with Bob's generation, but yep. it was neat to see him come in here tonight and say how much it resonated with him. For you guys, as the people who labored over it, what is that like for you to hear the subject say, "Yes, you captured it." I mean, that's
1: that's what you really are hoping for, you know, to, to hear that he liked it. That that was amazing. But you know. I think rap, uh, they were so inspired by his story. The the kids who had written all the hip-hop lyrics were so inspired by his book, his autobiography, and his story of coming from nothing to this amazing career as a cardinal that it it really was an easy transition, I think, for everybody. I think it kind of makes
2: sense. And then the last thing, these kids are just amazing. What do we need to know about them that maybe we wouldn't just from having watched the video or, or, you know, heard the song? They worked
1: incredibly hard on this project. They were incredibly dedicated to it. They did a lot of research on their own. They wanted the quality to be as high as possible. They knew that they were... doing something for, you know, a hometown institution, and they knew that they were representing themselves and their community, and they just you knocked it out of the park.
2: I'm beyond thankful I got the chance to be there that night. I mean, it really was a remarkable 60 to 90 minutes or so in that room, and I'll just never forget the feeling. It was like, I don't know, history was hanging in the air, one of those moments that's bigger than yourself. I mean, all those kind of cliches, but it's true. that That is how it felt to to have Bill DeWitt III, whose family has been in baseball for 100 years, introduce Bob Gibson, maybe the greatest pitcher of all time. That's a big argument we won't get into, but definitely the greatest Cardinal pitcher of all time and really a human being I've come to enjoy when I have gotten my chances to talk with him as well. That kind of baseball history and the fact that that history was impacting these group of kids And again, these group of kids were getting to impact that history in their own little way. Uh, That is just powerful stuff. It's neat to think about, and it was neat for me to see, that Bob Gibson wasn't merely just a game-changer on the mound. In an era where equality was often oppressed, Bob showed courage, and he showed leadership in the way that he treated others and the way that he lived his life. And the ripples of that have gone from the 60s and beyond, still going today. And it was just a blessing to get to see the creators, the performers of that song, and its subject come together in the mutual admiration that they share. That's it for this week's show. You can email me at podcast, with an S, podcast at cardinals.com. We'd also welcome you to subscribe, listen, rate, or review the program. You can do that at iTunes. Just search Cardinals Insider Or give us a listen and look us up at cardinals.com slash podcast. Next week, Tom Ackerman from the St. Louis Cardinal Radio Network and Camel X joins me to discuss his friend, Bob Costas. He's going to be enshrined in the broadcaster's wing of the Baseball Hall of Fame next weekend. Tom has an amazing story about how he and Bob first met. It'll help you to see Bob Costas in a whole new way and gain even more respect for him, which is hard to imagine because it's easy to respect a man like Bob. But uh, wait till you hear this story. It'll be well worth your time, so be sure to join us. Again, that is Tuesday, July the 31st. We release every Tuesday in time for the drive home from work. Also, be sure to join us on Monday, July 30th, down at the ballpark. Christmas in July returns presented by Holiday World and Splash and Safari. Fans who purchase a special themed ticket... Receive an exclusive Santa Fredbird bobblehead. Get your tickets at cardinals.com slash theme. Thanks so much for being with us. For Bob Gibson and Adam Manis. I'm Brett McMillan. We'll talk to you next time on the Cardinals Insider Podcast.